Hello everyone, good morning. Today I'm going to do a message on God's grace. If everyone would just please take a deep breath and just imagine that God has given you a big hug. Imagine that God is taking away all of your stresses, your anxieties, your worries, and just giving you a big old hug. That's what I think of when I think of God's grace. I think of God just being there for us and just taking it all away from us and just letting us have that close contact with Him. Grace is the divine, unearned, manifold provisions of God, the power of God, the favor of God, made available to man to bring victory in life situations. The acronym for grace here is God's Riches at Christ's Expense. This is because Christ died on the cross for our sins. So here are some things with grace. By the end of this message, you're going to get tired of hearing the phrase God's grace. Number one, grace is the ability to function at a higher level. I don't mean a higher level like God's level. I just mean like as Christ's children. Number two, grace is the authority we have against our spiritual adversary. We do have some authority that God gives us through his grace. Number three, grace is the agent in life situations that brings us peace. Grace brings us peace, and we all need peace in this day and time. Number four, grace is the advantage we have of abundance in life. God wants more than anything for us to have abundance in life. He wants us to be safe, happy, healthy. He wants us to do his works. Number five is that grace is the assistance we receive from others through divine promptings. When we are in need, our brothers and sisters in Christ are always there for us. That is what this part means. It means that God gives them the grace to assist us, and we receive that through His divine promptings. Grace is all that God is free to do for you because of what Christ did on the cross. It's the superior granting kindness to the inferior. We are inferior as Christ is superior. It is what God does without any help from you. We do God's work not to get grace, but to be thankful for it. It is not earned. Although it is not earned, we must be positioned to receive it. Grace is promised to us through prayer, humility, faith, offerings, partnership, and confession. If we're doing all of these things, then grace is promised to us and we can position ourselves to receive it. The theme verse for today is Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. We try to earn, through works, what God wants to give us for free. You cannot earn grace. Romans eleven six says, And if by grace, then it cannot be based on works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. Grace involves your salvation and your provision. Have you ever gotten a letter in the mail that says you've been pre-qualified for a credit card or a loan? This is similar to that. It pre-qualifies you because you have been credited with the righteousness of Christ. He does for us what we can never do for ourselves. Life is hard, and His grace helps us overcome our trials. The only way you lose His grace is if you disconnect from Christ. The key is to be identified with the Son. This is because God connects with the Son. Christ is always there for us. We need to connect with Christ. Grace is inexhaustible. Grace is a gift because we are saved by grace. Titus 2.11 says, You cannot work your way to perfection when you have already sinned. 
For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. The same grace that saves you grows you. 2 Peter 3.18 says, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Work to grow in your understanding of grace. Grace must be accessed. Grace is accessed by faith. This is where obedience comes in and we express our faith to access God's grace. The works God has planned for us to do have already been prepared, just like when you go to work and your boss already has a list of things ready for you to do. God's grace allows us to live a godly, righteous life and reject the bad things in this world. It gives us the strength, knowledge, and power to live a godlier life. Think of grace not as a thing, but as a person, Jesus Christ. Grace is your intimacy with Christ. The Bible has a lot of stories in it that involve personification. Personification is when you give an object or an idea the characteristics of a person. Here is an example from God's Word to give you a clearer picture. This is from Noah, Genesis 6-8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. The people around him were so evil that he had to look the eyes of the Lord to find the grace he needed to keep going. So there are six different types of grace. Number one is forgiveness. Jesus died on the cross so that we could be forgiven. Number two is acceptance. God accepts us as his children. Number three is presence. God is always there for us. Number four is enablement. God intervenes in our lives to give us the knowledge and the strength to go in the direction that he wants us to go. Number five is freedom. He breaks our bondages. Number six is completion. He gives us eternal life. So what do we need to do for God? Out of this grace will come service. We need to serve God. Not everything God asks us to do is going to be convenient, but he does give us the grace to do it. This means that you can be in an uncomfortable place and still have joy. When we are going through rough times, we must serve God to change up our environment. Grace is not an excuse to sin or live a sloppy life. Grace is the power not to have to live in sin. Allow God to give you his grace. I'm not talking about from sinning. I'm talking about just being hard on yourself, trying to be perfect or get everything done in a day that's on your to-do list. We tend to set unrealistic goals for ourselves. We need to stop counting everything we do. Stop feeling guilty. Stop counting how long you pray or how many chapters of the Bible you read. Just let the Spirit guide you. This can cause life to not be enjoyable. This can cause stress and anxiety. God is proud of you. That's why He gives you grace. It is time to call grace to the scene. What mountain do you need to call grace to? God's grace allows us to live victoriously through the victory in Jesus. So this leads me to the next point, the victory in Jesus. 1 John 5, 4 says, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Victory means overcoming the enemy. Victory is also ours to receive. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We all face battles spiritually and physically. We don't fight to get victory. We fight because we already have victory. We can overcome the enemy. We just have to maximize divine grace for victorious living. The victorious life is ordained by God. Victorious living is the lifestyle of faith that experiences the promised abundant life in Jesus while overcoming attacks, afflictions, and adversaries. Scripture testifies of a divine covenant for victorious living. The scope of trouble does not cancel out victorious living. With proper view of our troubles that we will face, it will prepare us to respond in faith based on the provisions of God's grace. 
if we look at our troubles and trials as a chance to learn, to grow, and to get closer to God, then we can keep our faith strong and remember that faith leads us to more grace. So the victorious life is an operation of grace. 1 Peter 4.10 says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Grace is multi-sided. We are saved, delivered, and prosper through God's grace. The more we experience God's grace, the more boldness we will have to live victoriously. Practical Applications Number 1. Reconnect yourself with Christ Number 2. Position yourself to receive God's grace Number 3. Live your life victoriously Number 4. Access your grace by faith And Number 5. Serve God and do His works To conclude the message today, if you have a chance, I would like you to go to YouTube or any kind of music capabilities and look up Victory in Jesus by Carrie Underwood. It's a fairly newer album that she has put out with an older hymn, but it greatly summarizes the victory in Jesus. So again, that was Victory in Jesus by Carrie Underwood. Just listen to that and position yourself to receive God's grace and victory. Who all needs some grace and victory in Jesus? We all do. We all need to reconnect with God. We all need to access our grace through faith so that we can live victoriously. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for everyone listening. I pray that everyone would be there to access your grace, that they would do your work to be obedient, that they would keep their faith, and that they would live a victorious life. In Jesus' name, amen.